Hi everyone, my name is Sanjana and I'm a teen intern here at Vox. Welcome to my newest podcast, Between the Pages. So over the last few months, BookTok has been blowing up. BookTok is pretty much a sub-community on TikTok that is dedicated to books and literature. Creators make videos about the books they read, reviewing, discussing, and joking about them. The genres of these books vary, but many authors specialize in young adult fiction, young adult fantasy, and romance novels. I, for one, get very confused in the depths of all these book recommendations because it's so hard to find someone who likes the same genres and things as you. So, I'm here to show you my uncensored opinion on five of my top books I read in January. So in January, I read roughly 13 books, so here is the honest truth about them. So without further ado, here is my January book wrap-up. The first book is November 9, so this is a young adult fiction contemporary romance, if you will, um, by Colleen Hoover. So this book is about Fallon, this girl, and Ben, this dude. And Fallon meets Ben, who is an aspiring novelist, and the day before her scheduled cross-country move to New York to pursue her Broadway career, they end up having some untimely attraction, and it leads to them spending Fallon's last day in LA together. And her eventful life becomes the creative inspiration Bell has always sought for his novel that he'd been working on for years. Over time, and amidst the various relationships and tribulations of their own separate lives, they continue to meet on the same date every year. Can you guess what it is? November 9. So until one day, Fallon becomes unsure if Ben has been telling her the truth or fabricating a perfect reality for the sake of the ultimate plot twist. And no spoilers here, of course, but I mean, that plot twist had my jaw dropped. I was just like, how? How is this even possible? I could not process anything. So why should you read this book? Of course, if you've read a Colleen Hoover book or you love romance, be sure to read this because I think it fits those categories perfectly. This book is just so heartwarming. I could not put it down. Almost every page made my heart burst. And I mean, if you are going to start getting into romance, this is the novel. Another thing is, if you're someone who lives for the thrill and the plot twist, this is your book. This book has more plot twist than any book I've ever read. It had, I think, about five, and usually most books have around two. So it definitely never really got boring, which I appreciated because I cannot read boring books. This book was a traumatic, emotional roller coaster. I loved it so much, I think I read it in less than a day, which is pretty typical for me when I read any Colleen Hoover book, because she is that amazing, but I definitely recommend you guys check this out, especially if you're looking to get into romance, or you already love romance and young adult novels, this is the one. The next book is a classic. The book is Little Woman by Louisa May Alcott. Over the decades, readers have fallen in love with the March sisters. We have Joe, Beth, Meg, and Amy. And they are united in their, in their devotion to each other and their struggles to survive New England during the Civil War with their mom and their dad is at war. This book was actually one of my first classics that I ever read. And I definitely think this book has convinced me to read more classics. 
this book made my heart feel so warm and I was constantly finding myself going back to some of the chapters because they were so heartwarming and really showed the themes of family bonding and kind of what love does. While this book is very lengthy, I do recommend it for people who are trying to get into classics because I do think it is an easy read. I would definitely give this book 5 out of 5. One of my favorite characters was Joe. She is a tomboy who's also an aspiring author who kind of has a temper and a quick tongue, but she works hard to control both. She is such a lovable and sweet and funny character, and her bond with the other March sisters was undeniable. The next book is Normal People by Sally Rooney, who is an Irish author. I was skeptical to recommend this book, but I think the longer time passed after I finished it, the more I started to like it. This book is focused around two people, Connell and Marianne, who pretend to not know each other. Connell is a kind of popular, well-adjusted star of the school soccer team, while Marianne is a bookworm, she's lonely, and she's intensely proud but she's a very private person. Connell's mother, however, does work a housekeeping job at Marion's house. A strange and undeniable connection grows between the two teenagers, one they are determined to conceal. After the first couple chapters of the book, the story goes to a year later, where Marion and Connell are both studying at Trinity College in Dublin. Marianne has found her feet in a new social world while Connell hangs at the sidelines, shy and uncertain. I think this part was so crazy because it's like their roles have switched. Throughout their years in college, Marianne and Connell circle one another, staying toward other people and possibilities while always magnetically, irresistibly drawn back to each other. Then, as she veers into self-destruction and he begins to search for meaning elsewhere, each must confront how far they are willing to go to save the other. This, Sally Rooney, is honestly amazing. At first, I didn't like the book just because some of the characters' actions made me so frustrated, but then I realized that's why I love this book so much because Sally Rooney was able to execute these actions and really make the readers feel as if this was their own life. This book is definitely not a quick read. It's a slow burn. It kind of takes a while to get through. It is such a frustrating book, and I kind of felt so exhausted after reading it. One thing that I disliked very much about this book, which, FYI, I don't think this should discourage you from reading the book, but the author does not include quotation marks around what the characters are saying, which can be really, really confusing to someone who isn't really used to this. So that was my one obstacle when reading the book, but it was definitely worth it. The next book is Beach Read. So this is a contemporary romance by Emily Henry, a god-tier author. FYI, I'm so excited for her new book coming this year called Book Lovers. I'm so excited. All the people on TikTok who have read the arc, which is kind of just the preview that a lot of book influencers get to read when they're approved by Publishing House, have said it is amazing. So now on to Beach Read. So August Everett is an acclaimed author of literary fiction. January Andrews writes best-selling romance. When she pens the happily ever after, he kills off the entire cast. They are quite polar opposites. In fact, 
The only thing they have in common is that for the next three months, they're living in neighboring beach houses, broke and bogged down with writer's block. Until one hazy evening, one thing leads to another, and they strike a deal designed to force them out of their creative ruts. Augustus will spend the summer writing something happy, which is very unlike him, and January will pen the next great American novel. She'll take him on field trips worthy of any rom-com montage, and he'll take her to an interview of surviving members of a backwoods death cult. Everyone will finish a book and no one will fall in love. Really? I know I say this a lot, but this book is actual contemporary romance heaven. There's happiness, angst, joy, forgiveness, enjoyment, resentment. Emily Henry gives us all the feelings we didn't know we needed. I definitely recommend this book. If you haven't read an Emily Henry book, another one of her novels is People We Meet on Vacation, one I am still waiting to read, but Emily Henry is the kind of author who can get you into contemporary romance. One of the more shocking things that I learned just a few days ago because of book talk is that the US and the UK version of this book have different endings and I was able to get another copy and read that ending and no spoilers here once again but I mean if you do read this book and you love it and you live in the US I recommend getting the UK version. I mean the whole book is the same but that one last chapter it's crazy. And now we've made it to our last book. And, of course, I saved best for last. The last book, one you may have heard of, is The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. So this is a historical fiction by Taylor Jenkins Reid. Aging and reclusive Hollywood movie icon Evelyn Hugo is finally ready to tell the truth about her glamorous and scandalous life. But when she chooses an unknown magazine reporter, Monique Grant, for the job, no one is more astounded than Monique herself. Why would Evelyn, a crazy movie icon, pick Monique, a brand new journalist? Monique is not exactly at the top of the world. Her husband has left her and her professional life is going nowhere. Regardless of why Evelyn has selected her to write her biography, Monique is determined to use this opportunity to jumpstart her career. Summoned to Evelyn's luxurious apartment, Monique listens in fascination as the actress tells her story. From making her way to Los Angeles in the 1950s to her decision to leave show business in the 80s, and of course, the seven husbands she has along the way. Evelyn unspools a tale of ruthless ambition, unexpected friendship, and a great forbidden love. Monique begins to feel a very real connection to the legendary star, but as Evelyn's story nears its conclusion, it becomes clear that her life intersects with Monique's own in a tragic and irreversible way. While reading this book, I felt transported back in time to the old Hollywood era, and I loved being able to follow Evelyn's life and the way she interacted with all the characters, old and new. I will admit the book is a little slow in the beginning. The first 150 pages aren't the best. I mean, they're still great, but it, I feel like when I read it, I was like, why is everyone saying this book is so good when I got through the first 100? And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to keep reading. I read the next 100, and then I finished the rest in the next sitting. This book has so many plot twists, and I really like the style of writing too, how it would go from Monique's life present to when she was interviewing Evelyn to first-person narration when it was Evelyn's life in the 1980s. Even though the genre is still historical fiction, I kind of felt this also has elements of romance and, of course, lots of drama. 
this book was my favorite read from the month and maybe one of my favorite books of all time and I think if you do end up reading it I think you'll know why and that concludes it thank you so much for listening to this month's book wrap up I hope you all enjoyed this month's episode and consider trying out one of these amazing books just a reminder that you can stream our podcast on voxatl.org soundcloud spotify and apple music I'll see you all next month for another monthly book wrap up and in the meantime happy reading